Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I am glad you are here to join with me today for a nice hot cup of brew, and I've had a few sips of my real fresh coffee. Mmm, it just smells good. <laughs> and I hope you are getting a, a nice uh, aroma from whatever hot beverage you're drinking this morning. Mmm. What was that? Was it Maxwell House? Mm-mm, good. So this isn't Maxwell House, but it's pretty darn good. Ah, oh, well, today is March 3rd, 2020. We are heading into the month and heading into a pretty good week here as far as weather-wise. Looks like we've got sun every day through the rest of the week and Unfortunately, I did see uh, when I woke up this morning and was just kind of perusing Facebook, one of my friends, Melissa, uh, uh, she uh, uh, used to live here in, in Effingham, went to school together, and now she uh, and her husband live in France, but they, uh, uh, she had posted about a, uh, uh, tornadoes that went through the Nashville, Tennessee area last night. Apparently, there was a uh, Christian school down there that, according to the news report, was wiped out. It's gone. Uh, so I don't know about any other damages that occurred in the night. But my, uh, you know, tornadoes are bad any time. But when stuff's happening in the middle of the night, I mean, that's that can definitely be a horrific scene. So uh, uh, join with me. Uh, with uh, prayers for folks there, and if there's things that you can do, you know, in any disaster, uh, whether it's, you know, close or farther away, if there's things that you can do on a practical level, in a tangible way, physically, to help out, you know, lend in a hand, help out in ways that you can, and if you're too far away, you know, definitely, uh, uh, prayers are definitely an important, uh, important thing to do. But uh, today, um, I was, I've been kind of thinking, and, it, and it's came in as far as a, a bit of a theme sometimes in, in conversations this past week, and I touched base on it a little bit on a podcast last week, on the idea of adventures, the idea of breaking out of the routine and creating opportunity for adventure, um, I made reference to yesterday. There was a part in a movie that I had uh, watched over the weekend where the the boy who's after the girl, he knocks on her door and says, do you want to have an adventure? And she immediately walked out and, and joined, you know, kind of led the way to wherever he was going because she wanted an adventure. She wanted to break out of the routine. And, and I, how many of you want to do that also? You know, that's something that I like. And now, frankly, I think we do. I really do believe we need to build that as a part of our life. And adventures don't have to be huge. They don't have to be expensive. Some of them are. Um, there was a family that I, uh, that I know who went down to Disney World I forget how many kids are in their family, but I think it's like three. And they went down there and they stayed at the Disney Resort and, you know, they wanted the full treatment. Now, that that was not cheap. That was over five grand 
to do that. And if you have the means, that's a great adventure. But not everything has to be, you know, that kind of a high price adventure. There's, there's local things that you can do to have adventure. You know, uh, everywhere there are some sort of local rivers. I mean, we just have this thing called rain and rain has to run off and you have rivers. And some of those rivers, you know, you can navigate with canoes or kayaks. Uh, some have water just during part of the time. Some have water all the time. Uh, but, you know, there's there's different things that we can do. Now, if, you know, that, that are low cost, not a whole lot of expense. But today, I want to touch base on maybe some destination type adventures. Some may cost you a bit to get there, some may not. Uh, but they're, they're, this is not like the all-inclusive list by any means. It's just going to be a top 10 one. But, uh, you know, maybe this will also stir some thoughts for other ideas. Because I, I imagine if you do a top 10 list on outdoor-type adventures, outdoor discoveries, things like that, that makes memories for a lifetime, I think there's there's a whole host of different ones. So tr- let this kind of be a, um, a stimulus for your brain on kicking out ideas. But I came across this. It was from National Geographic, and it's part of the Teddy Grahams Outdoor Adventures. I don't know if this guy, there's a guy named Teddy Grahams, or we're talking about the breakfast cereal sponsored it. I don't know. I don't see an advertising. <laughs> but it's called Top 10 Outdoor Family Adventure destinations. And it looks like it was written by Mary Ellen Kennedy Duckett. Um, But I'm not going to read all the different ones, but I do want to kind of comment on them because I I like the list. And maybe I like the list because I've done a few of these on the list over my, you know, over the years. And uh, so here's her top 10 list. And I'll just share why I think they can be fun adventures. The first is Custer State Park in South Dakota. Uh, now, this is this park um, is actually on the uh, the south side of the Black Hills of South Dakota, and so the Black Hills is this big outcropping of uh, ancient stone that uh, uh, they're just. Very, very majestic. They are beautiful mountains, and you have some really unique features. And some of these really unique features are in the middle of Custer State Park. They have an area called the Needles, where these great big stone, you know, I don't know what you call them, but they're spikes. They're like giant needles that come rising out of the earth, and they have a a road a tourist road that you can just drive slowly and wander through these amazing things. And and there's, you go up to around the 6,000 foot elevation, I believe, and uh, there, there's a lake up there. And this past summer, uh, my son Aaron and I, and I did a podcast from uh, on the road going up there, uh, talking about road tripping, you know, with, with a family. 
And so we went up there and we, we, we went to the lake and hiked around it and hiked on some of these, you know, amazing little mountains. Uh, if I had been feeling better, I got under the weather on the trip. We were going to go to the top of what was called Hardy Peak. I forget what it's, they changed the name to. But it's, you know, it's around 7,000 foot elevation and you can see all the Black Hills. It's the highest point between the Rocky Mountains and the mountains of Spain. It's the highest peak, and it's, it's amazing what you can see. I didn't get to go up there, but I've seen photos, uh, you know, when my son was up there a few years ago and climbed to the top of the peak. But it's, it's 71,000-acre park, and while you're there, you can do other kinds of adventures. Uh, you have uh, Mount Rushmore. You have the Crazy Horse Monument that's has another hundred years till it's completed. Uh, it's an amazing construction project. Uh, there's Jewel Cave National Monument. You can do gold panning. Uh, a few years ago when my wife and I went up to, to see Aaron when he was working at Jewel Cave, uh, he took us, treated us to gold panning with uh, a fellow named Rattlesnake Randy who manages uh, a 20-acre claim for a gold company up there. And we got to do gold panning. And uh, if any of you watched that, what was that show that was done by, uh, had Ozzy Osbourne and his son, um, they were doing father-son things. It was a little TV series for a while. Uh, they actually did gold panning with this same rattlesnake Randy. So there's a lot of neat adventures of which many of these are very low cost once you get there. So that's Custer State Park. Um, another one I've been to is the Great Smoky, Na uh, Great Smoky Mountains National Park. And it's in Tennessee and it crosses over into North Carolina. That is a pretty cool place as well. You've got... Um, the, the nature parts, there's trails that you can, you can hike. There's uh, on one tall peak, it's called Klingman's Dome. They've got a really neat observation tower. And it's, very, it's a very spectacular view. You can see like seven different states from this point, something like that. I, forget, I don't remember if it's seven, if I'm confusing that with another park or not, but it's, it, you can also, the last time I went there, um, didn't see squat because it was foggy. <laughs> but the, you know, it's beautiful area. You can find some really unique places because people used to live there before it was the national park. And so you see some abandoned farmsteads uh, that go back, you know, many, many decades. Uh, you also have uh, uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and it's it's a it's it's a it's turned into kind of a tourist trap area, same way with Pigeon Forge. But there's a lot of neat family adventure things that you can do there. When I was there last, we had a large family vacation. I think there were 17 of us that were staying in a cabin, a uh, big cabin there in the in the Smoky Mountains around Pigeon Forge. And the, uh, oh goodness, there was go-karting, there were alpine um, roller coasters, they have zip lining, they have a Titanic museum there, they, uh, Dollywood is there, they have lots of commercial type stuff as well as nature type things 
to do down there uh, at uh, the Smoky Mountains National Park. Here's one I've never been to, but it's the Bar W Guest Ranch in Whitefish, Montana. And it's designed to give you um, kind of that old trail ride cowboy experience. Uh, they have uh, wagon ride dinners. They have uh, uh, pony rides. Uh, they offer hiking, canoeing, and mountain biking, and fishing. Uh, just that kind of an Old West adventure. And if you've never been to Montana, it's an incredibly beautiful state. Uh, the, the wilderness part is just amazing. I've driven through it several times. And, you know, its nickname is Big Sky Country. Well, you know, it, you feel like the sky is closer. Your elevation is a lot higher. The cloud formations that you normally think of as being way up there, they are a lot closer. It, it's just a neat experience. And stop and think, what, you know, what was that movie? It had uh, Billy Crystal in it. Uh where him and his two buddies, they decide to break out of their routine and have this adventure. Um, City Slickers, that's what it was. And, and, the, you know, and it was a life-changing experience for them uh, to break out of the routine and have that kind of an experience. Well, I don't think you, you're going to do a trail ride, you know, moving cattle, but Wow, what a neat experience uh, to do that! I, you know, you're also uh, not too far up there when you're when you're in Montana. If you have an opportunity for a longer, you know, stay, you got Glacier National Park on the top side of the state. You have Yellowstone National Park going down into Wyoming on the bottom part. So lots of neat adventure available up there. Sanibel Island, Florida. As a matter of fact, my wife and I were down at Sanibel just this past November. It's on the Gulf side, about halfway down, or no, it's it's more than halfway down. It's probably two thirds of the way down in the state, um, right by um, Fort Myer, Florida, and it's it's called it's according to the article you know it even says in the first sentence it's dubbed the shelling capital of the world um it's a neat little island you go across to causeway to get there and they have uh it, you know it's beaches all around but when you look at this island which has permanent residents and a lot of shopping center stuff on it um th this island is nothing but pulverized shells you go anywhere and you kick around in the, quote, dirt, you're not kicking dirt. You're kicking pulverized seashells. Uh, you walk out on the beach, there's no such thing as sand. It's pulverized seashells. It is amazing. And what you do, if you want to find shells uh, that are pretty and maybe some bigger ones that wash up, uh, you go, you know, at low tide. Uh, when, you know, the water is pulled back and it's leaving the shells there and, you, you know, there's tide charts that you can download from Google to, uh, to uh, you know, know the best time to do it. And that's what my wife and I did. We left real early in the morning. It was still dark so we could go from where we were staying up near Tampa Bay and get down to Sanibel. Uh, and, uh, it was, it was, it was not a, an, it was not the ideal day. It was windy. It was kind of blustery, but we, we went to, what did we, did we do three, two, 
two dip two di- no we did three different beaches and the uh there was one that was on kind of a connecting small island i believe it's i can't remember the name of the island but we found just uh, an amazing bunch of shells uh brought back i don't know how many shells <laughs> an overloaded Walmart bag of shells. And that was just fun. Um, the, you know, there is a cost there. Anytime you park in, uh, one of the paid parking areas by the, the public beaches, you're going to be paying $5 an hour. That part I don't like. Uh, they are definitely making, (laughs) making their money with it, but there's so much neat wildlife on the island. Uh, and whenever you're done, there's, uh, you know, you can stop and, and, uh, you know, have something nice to eat there, or you can go into Fort Myers, but, you know, just walking around on the beach is just kind of an amazing beach, um, there at Sanibel Island. Uh, Great Sands Dune, Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve in Colorado. I have not been here, but I have heard about it. It's the largest uh, sand dunes in North America. the The highest one is six hundred and fifty feet. Um, uh, oh, there, there's okay. There's a six hundred and fifty feet one. There's also a seven hundred and fifty foot one. Can you imagine? sand dunes that high. I mean, in other countries, they have large dunes, but you just don't think about that here. And there's all kinds of recreation, you know, people slide and sled down these, these, these sand dunes. Uh, they, you know, there's different kinds of, uh, programs that they have available. Uh, they even talk about here in this little article on moonless nights, uh, you know, you go out there, they have different kinds of, you know, star programs, but I mean, just imagine, you know, when you get out away from city lights, how the, uh, the stars look, and there you are in that, that kind of environment. Another one on the list is Chicago, uh, and there's a lot of fun things that you can do if you're willing to go into a very busy city, and that, you know, it's not that bad, uh, but you've got Lakeshore Drive, you have the Shedd Aquarium, you have the Aldrin Planetarium, uh, you have Brookfield Zoo, uh, Museum of Science and Industry. You have what's called the Willis Tower. Most of us still prefer to call it the Sears Tower at one time for many years, the world's tallest building. They've got recreational paths. They've got uh, different parks. You have Navy Pier. Uh, goodness, what else do you have up there in the Chicago area? They have the, what is the fountain? Is it Buckingham Fountain? The one that was from the intro of uh, the TV show Married with Children. Uh, you also have in Daly Plaza uh, the uh, Picasso statue. Uh, just a lot of different things in the city. The transportation system is pretty good. I, I really like going down Michigan Avenue. Uh, where you have uh, a lot of shopping that is available. There's there's a mall that's in the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's down, is it Water Tower Place? It's by the old Water Tower that was the only surviving structure in that area from the Chicago Fire back in the 1800s. But it's, 
goodness, now I'm blanking out. It, the Hancock Building, that's what it is. And uh, they, it's a it's a multi-story mall inside there. Last time I was there, it's been several years ago, but they had an American Girl doll museum, or not museum, but a store for those high-priced dolls. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. If you've got a little girl and you got money to spend and you're going to go to Chicago, go there, you know, that will be, you know, a lifetime memory experience if she's old enough to remember, but just a lot of different kinds of things that you'll find in cities. St. Louis has a lot, but Chicago they have listed. Um, Grand Canyon National Park. You know, I have not been to the Grand Canyon. I've seen it from an airplane. I would really love to do it. It's so long. It's so huge. You have just the incredible scenery. But at different locations, you can go down into uh, the, the, to the bottom, to the river. You know, they have trail rides uh, to take you down there. There's just a wide range of different activities with waterfalls. They have helicopter rides. Uh, there's the, um, oh, do they have it here? Yeah, they do have it in the article uh, about the uh, glass bottom skywalk at Eagle Point where it's it's basically like a, a super strong plexiglass thing that sticks way out over the edge of the cliff. So as you walk out, you're just looking straight down uh, 4,000 feet into the canyon. Uh, that would probably freak me out just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, you know, Grand Canyon is just an amazing site, and it's one of my bucket list things. Uh, there's Callaway Gardens Summer Family Adventure in Pine Mountain, Georgia. Now, I'm not familiar with this one at all. I've never heard of this one. But uh, I'll just read a brief little bit. Play and stay together at an action-packed summer camp for families. During the day, kids 3 to 17 and parents participate in separate age-appropriate programs, such as water skiing and tubing and zip lining and gliding on a trapeze with members of the Florida State University High Flying Circus. Late afternoons and evenings, families meet for group activities like scavenger hunts, team golf and tennis competitions and performances under the big top. Callaway uh, Gardens Summer Family Adventure runs June to late July and families stay from four to seven nights in comfy cottages and villas. That sounds kind of cool. But, you know, you know, those kind of activities you may be able to find in different locations closer to you as well. But it, it's a great little idea of different, you know, different thoughts where you have things that are age-appropriate for the kids, things that are age-appropriate for the adults, and things that you do together as a family. Here's another one um, for my bucket list. Um, where? Hold on. There it is, Yosemite National Park in California. This national park is amazing. It was formed by glaciers. You have these humongous U-shaped valleys with, you know, 
all kinds of wildlife. It's it's an amazing park, and the uh, the the cliffs and the waterfalls as you know the, it comes down. I think it's one of the largest waterfalls in North America. Let me see. Yeah, Half Dome, N- uh, North America's largest waterfall. It's two thousand four hundred and fifty feet. Holy cow. I don't think they do it anymore, but they used to on one of these cliffs have a fire waterfall where they would they used to make a great big bonfire at the top and then as it burned down and it was just the burning embers, they would push that off the edge at a certain time and it would go down and it would just make this beautiful fire waterfall. But I don't think they I think they stopped doing it after they were having you know, a lot of problems with fires out there, but it's, it's, it's an amazing, amazing national park. There's so many really neat national parks and properties for less expensive, you know, amazing. I keep saying the word amazing. I get, I'm getting pumped and excited about this because I want to, I want to do these kind of adventures like now. Uh, Nantucket Island in Massachusetts. Cruising to the historic Cape Cod whaling hub by ferry is a part of the fun. You go to Nantucket Island. Uh, I wonder if you have to do that little, uh, what is it? I don't know if it's a limerick there. Once was a man from Nantucket who kept all his money in a bucket till his daughter named Nan ran off with a man and as for the bucket, Nantucket. I've been saying that for 40 years. Holy cow. But uh, they, they have whale watching uh, tours uh, to, uh, you know, out there off the coast. Uh, the, the big blue whales are out there. Those are the largest whales. They run, you know, 50 feet or more. Humpback whales. They've got a children's beach, kite making, different kinds of activities, all kinds of stuff to do on Nantucket Island there in Massachusetts. Uh, so that's that's the top ten list that this uh, National Geographic article has, and you know again I'm just kind of pumped listening to it. So what I'm going to challenge you to do is stop and think about what are adventures that you can have. Maybe they're ones that's a destination adventure, you know, that you want to take this summer, or maybe you want to take at other times in the year. You know, I just, the, the, the season of fall popped into my head, and I remember seeing, we used to, have, I don't know if they still do it, there was a bank here in Effingham where they used to uh, coordinate travel trips for their older customers. It was like their over 55 club. Um, and they would uh, they would put together tour bus tours that went to New England while the leaves were changing in the trees, and it's like, oh wow, that would be cool. Well, you can do it on a bus, or you can you can go and do it yourself. You know, Niagara Falls is you know not an overly expensive trip to do, uh, and it's pretty amazing. You can do the different things at the falls uh, for free, and then you can also take uh, bus tours that do both the American and the Canadian side. Uh, that's just a, you know, a spectacular place. And you go further down the Niagara River towards Lake Ontario, and they have a trail that goes along the river that you can hike and see the different things, such as the, uh, what, what they call it, the Whirlpool, Whirlpool uh, where 
it's it's an unusual loop that the river makes in this wide spot and uh they have jet boats that'll hold like 15 to 20 people and with these powerful engines and they're powerful enough they can go and go right through and around the whirlpool and through the big rapids that are below the falls um lots of neat adventures don't let yourself always be stuck in a routine whether it's a local adventure whether it's a national or even an international adventure build some adventures as things to look forward to creating memories for yourself and for your family all right that's it for today this was a fun one to do because it's got my got my imagination flowing with all different kinds of adventure stuff so With that said, I hope you have a great day and uh, we will catch you tomorrow for some more morning coffee. Have a great one. Bye-bye.